This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. Try the number one recommended web hosting provider. With plans starting at just $3.95 a month, you'll get a free domain, free site builder, easy one-click WordPress installs, and 24-7 support. But what's just as impressive as what you get is what you don't get, as there's no contracts, no hidden fees, and no gimmicks. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Bluehost. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 117, entitled Gutter Cleaning for Profit. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, as always. I also appreciate uh, all of the questions and comments and feedback uh, that has been uh, coming through over the past few weeks. Uh, and also a part of that is the iTunes reviews. And I know I ask uh, uh, or talk about the iTunes reviews each week, uh, but that is because uh, it is very important to the uh, growth of the show and for discovery of new listeners to the podcast. On that note, uh, there was another uh, review that came in uh, recently um, from a Turf Monkey Lawn Care, uh, whose uh, podcast uh, review title was Great Podcast, and uh, it says, Extremely motivating. This podcast has great energy and tons of insights uh, for individuals new in lawn care. Well, thank you very much, Turf Monkey Lawn Care. I appreciate uh, the time and effort it took to uh, you know go through the process in iTunes and leave a review and as well for the kind words and I'm glad that you're enjoying and finding value in the podcast. So if you'd like to leave a review, if you haven't already, you can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash reviews, and there'll be a link there that'll take you through to iTunes where you can leave uh, a review. And like I've said before, I know some of you guys have uh, asked if you can leave reviews in other ways and stuff, um, but the truth of the matter currently is that iTunes is uh, essentially the hub for podcasts, uh, So, and regardless of what platform you're on. Um, you know, the reviews on iTunes just hold so much more weight uh, than in any other sort of platform. Uh, and that's why uh, it's extremely important to have uh, those reviews on iTunes. So uh, I thank you guys in advance again for uh, leaving any reviews on iTunes. Uh, I also wanted to uh, talk this week a little bit about uh, something I'm sort of thinking about, uh, possibly offering uh, some updates here for the, uh, you know, already looking forward uh, to the fall uh, and the off season. And uh, I am obviously with the podcast part of it, uh, am looking for the next round of interviews. I know you guys uh, really do enjoy those interview episodes. Um, and I've talked about how um, I have uh, really enjoyed doing them as well, which really 
uh, took me by surprise, uh, to be quite honest, because like I say, I'm a very uh, introverted person uh, and had no um, real desire to do interview episodes. Uh, but it was feedback from you, the audience, who, uh, you know, I saw this uh, theme uh, that kept repeating itself with you guys uh, requesting or uh, suggesting that I do interviews. And, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys know by now, I did uh, a bunch of them and uh, I was hooked uh, right after that first interview with Connolly Ibsen. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, we went through a round uh, of about 10 or 12 interviews, I think it was, uh, last winter, sort of uh, towards the end of the um, uh, off-season. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, you know, I wish I had uh, started sooner with those interviews because, like I said, I was having so much fun there in the off-season doing those interviews. And then, uh, you know, the spring season uh, came upon us and it just became uh, much too difficult to be able to uh, schedule in uh, interview episodes and work with people's different schedules and stuff during that uh, time. So looking forward to doing the next round here. I'd like to uh, obviously start them earlier. Uh, so right uh, into the uh, off season, uh, maybe, uh, you know, start them uh, even, uh, you know, right away if possible, uh, doing some sporadically and then get into sort of a regular rhythm once uh, uh, the season actually uh, finishes off there, uh, uh, you know, for good, uh, probably in that November uh, time frame. So that would give me a few more extra months of doing uh, interview episodes uh, throughout the winter, uh, to give you guys a, uh, you know, a nice full season of interview episodes. So basically, long story short here is I'm looking for a potential interview ease. Uh, so if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you'd like to talk about your business, uh, if you've enjoyed, you know, those interview episodes that I've done in the past, um, essentially would, it would follow the same format, uh, follow the same sort of, um, theme, same types of questions. And uh, just a very, um, you know, relaxed uh, sort of conversation. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you'd like to uh, give back to Lawn Care Nation and that in this community, um, then, uh, you know, just uh, hit me up either on Instagram, instant messaging, uh, or you can email me uh, through the website. Uh, use uh, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact, uh, and uh, we can share some details there. Uh, especially interested if you have, um, you know, a YouTube channel or, you know, some social media uh, presence, um, or if you have a unique story or a unique angle on maybe a service that you offer that you wouldn't mind sharing at tips on. I like having um, a theme for each guest when I do interview guests um, to have, you know, sort of a specialty or something that they can talk about. Um, so, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions on, uh, you know, something that you can offer, uh, the show, that would be uh, fantastic. Now on another note, you know, a lot of you guys know that I'm big, uh, a big proponent, uh, and a big believer in having a website for your lawn care business. Um, you know, I've talked about 
how for every business that I've uh, basically started uh, throughout my whole uh, life, uh, I have had a website for. Um, and, uh, you know, websites were when I became of age, um, you know, an adult uh, and started uh, my first businesses and stuff, uh, it was sort of, you know, right there at the start of, uh, um, you know, the internet uh, as we know it today and having websites and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, it just went hand in hand for me to uh, have a website, to have that sort of online brochure of my business. So, you know, uh, throughout the years, I have uh, sort of honed those self-taught skills on how to build a website. Um, many of you guys have seen my uh, tutorial video on how to build a website. I know a lot of you guys have reached out to me uh, and, uh, you know, used that video uh, to build your own websites. Um, a lot of you guys with absolutely no uh, prior experience uh, ever building a website before using my step-by-step -step tutorial video on how to build a basic website for your business. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of you have also reached out to me, um, because I guess early on, uh, I can't remember what episode it was, but I was actually thinking about offering a website building service for lawn care businesses. And I think I mentioned it in one of the podcast episodes, and I may have even had a link and stuff to the website um, with some basic information there. And a few of you uh, reached out to me about it. Uh, and uh, I sort of, uh, at the time, uh, decided to go in a different direction. Um, and I think I may try uh, to offer that service again as a way to uh, essentially monetize the podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, a bunch of you have actually reached out to me. Um, one uh, person in particular uh, just a few weeks ago um, emailed me asking if I still offer that service and stuff. So I started, you know, seeing this trend again uh, about that, just like I, I saw that trend with the um, interview episodes, people, you know, asking me and suggesting that I should do interview episodes. Well, sort of this trend seems to be reoccurring and popping up of people asking for help with their websites, asking uh, for me to, or if I still offer that service of uh, building somebody's website. And I think originally I was uh, offering you know, to build a basic, uh, say three or four page WordPress based website, um, similar to the one for my own company, um, where, uh, you know, it'd have all your, you know, your homepage, your services page, a contact page, and then a optional, uh, you know, uh, free estimate page where customers can then, um, request a free estimate and, uh, you know, the website is set up to take the customer's information and text you, uh, on your mobile device, uh, with a co customer's contact information and what they're asking for. Uh, basically like having an automated, uh, secretary, uh, working for you 24 hours a day. Um, this sort of system for me has been fantastic. It has worked, uh, effortlessly. Um, and like I say, it's 24 hours a day. Um, I get, uh, texts, uh, or emails, I should say rather on my phone, 
you know, at all hours, uh, sometimes. Uh, and, uh, so it, it really goes to show that people are up, um, at different hours of the day looking for, uh, you know, different services and stuff. And then they stumble upon, uh, the website and see that they can submit, um, a request. So rather than waiting till the morning to phone or waiting till say, um, the next week, if it's a weekend to phone, they'll just uh, pop in their information there and request that you uh, uh contact them for a free estimate. So uh yeah, it's worked really really great uh sort of having that sort of automated system on the website. Um so I thought, you know, I may if you know the interest is out there uh and uh you know people do want uh that service um you know, I may offer that as well over the winter months. Uh, so if this is something that you think may interest you, I'm sort of just gauging the demand for this type of uh, service. Uh, so if this is something that would interest you, if you would like me to personally help you with your website to build you a basic uh, three or four page um, WordPress website, that sort of, uh, like I said, if you have a look at my uh, company's website at CloverdaleMowing.com, um, you know, something similar to that. Uh, so if you're uh, interested in something like that, uh, just uh, let me know at uh, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com uh, forward slash contact. And, uh, you know, depending on uh, the demand, um, you know, I can put together a package uh, on uh, what I think it would cost to, uh, uh, you know, build you guys uh, your own uh, custom website for your uh, lawn care business. All right, so uh, this week uh, I wanted to talk about gutter cleaning uh, and gutter cleaning for profit, uh, obviously. Um, just another uh, add-on service, another job uh, that you can add to your lawn care uh, business, your landscaping business, Um that can be quite profitable uh, and uh, can really uh, generate uh, some income during slower times. Now, this is a prime example uh, right now uh, in the year because, you know, for uh, those here on, in North America, at least, um, you know, you're coming out of the summer months um it's been really hot and dry, uh, but you'll be heading into uh, the cooler uh, fall season with that, um, you know, particularly in certain parts of the countries uh, here in Canada and uh, United States on sort of the, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest, uh, probably in a bunch of other areas as well. Uh, comes with it the rain uh, and uh, wet wetter seasons wetter days um, and uh, now is the time it's actually a prime time to start adding uh, some gutter cleaning services because like I said you may be coming off of um, a dry season I know here uh, where I am you know the mowing has been very very slow very sporadic most customers do not have um, in-ground sprinkler systems. They don't water their lawns throughout the summer, uh, at least in the area or the 
suburb that I live in. Um, there are still obviously a few, um, but not a majority of lawns. So most lawns uh, do not need cutting uh, on a regular basis, at least. Uh, so, you know, you're going into the fall, you've got the last push here. Uh, yes, there's, you know, the cleanups, the leaf cleanups and all that stuff to look forward to uh, and to sort of get your last push. But, you know, basically for me, when I look at September, I'm looking at two months left to uh, build that income, to build that cushion uh, to keep me uh, basically afloat, keep me going through the winter months. So you start looking and start looking at the situation. You go, okay, well, the mowing is still dried up. It's, you know, we had actually some rain this weekend for the first time uh, in like 56 days or something like that. Uh, it was a uh, the driest summer on record uh, for us. Uh, and uh, it was very, very warm. Some of those days were uh, uh, almost uncomfortable. Um, so, you know, it was a very dry season, probably a lot drier for a lot of you guys out there and a lot warmer for a lot of you guys out there uh, in certain parts. Um, but uh, for us, uh, it was a pretty dry season. So I'm still looking and going to September where traditionally right now I would start mowing every house every week. And I still will be going to a weekly schedule now instead of biweekly. But, you know, I anticipate that a lot of those lawns are still not going to be ready. The rain this past weekend, uh, and we did have a lot of rain uh, at certain times of the weekend, um, will certainly help. Uh, also, the cooler weather, uh, which has already come this morning. I woke up and I came uh, uh, downstairs uh, from my bedroom and uh, it was actually chilly. I had to put on a sweater for the first time, um, so or a hoodie, I should say, for the first time. Um, because it was, uh, quite, uh, uh chilly in the morning. I, I don't have the furnace on or anything like that, uh, in the house. Uh, so, you know, with that sort of change, you start going, okay, well, the lawns aren't going to probably need mowing still because it, it was so dry this summer. It's going to take, you know, probably a few weeks of rain and stuff, uh, once that starts. But, you know, the current weather, we're back to uh, a sunny day today, uh, and stuff. So, you know, it's unpredictable as far as when the lawns for every house will need, uh, mowing again on a weekly basis. Um, and it'll be very short lived because like I say, we have two months left basically of, uh, mowing. So even if I were to start mowing every house, uh, on a weekly basis, uh, this week, which like I say, I plan to, but not every house will get cut because ultimately as I arrive to each house, uh, I'll have to make, uh, the decision. Um, but even if every, you know, best case scenario, every house got started to be cut every week, that's still only eight cuts left, uh, before, it gets too cold and the lawns go dormant for winter at the end of, uh, October, Halloween usually marks that uh, end. Uh, and with that comes sort of the frost and all that sort of stuff. So right now is a prime time to take advantage of gutter cleaning because like I say, the rainy season will be starting. Uh, and you don't want to be doing gutter cleaning, uh, too late when, uh, it's, you start getting frost and things like that. Um, 
because it just uh, it just makes things a lot more difficult and makes things a lot more miserable uh, to have to deal with cold ladders and, uh, you know, getting in um, because a lot of times if you've, you've got to stick your hands in a gutter, um, a lot of times the, your gloves just don't cut it. Uh, it's they're too thick. You can't grab onto handfuls of stuff if you had to. Uh, so it makes it more difficult. Uh, so you want to do it when you still can do it without wearing gloves and stuff like that. So that's why this is sort of that prime opportunity because that rainy season, the wet winter season is coming and, uh, you can, uh, you know, be proactive and also at the same time be making up that income for those lawns that, uh, don't quite need cutting at the moment. So I'm just going to break for the podcast announcements and then after we'll come back and I'll uh, talk about my experiences with gutter cleaning, what I found worked best, um, the sort of uh, system or tools that I used, uh, and uh, just some overall safety tips. All right, so stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and one free audiobook of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel anytime. And get this, even if you cancel during the trial period, you get to keep your free audiobook. It's a great way to try the service and see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so uh, before the break there, I talked a little bit or did a little introduction there on gutter cleaning. Uh, So... When I was doing gutter cleaning quite often, I don't do it as much anymore. Uh, and uh, it's not because it wasn't profitable or anything like that. It's because for the most part, you'll find when you're building your business, you'll do a lot of different services Um you know, because you're hungry, you need the work, you're building your business, you're just starting out, you do a bunch of stuff. But once you get into a rhythm, you build a good client list, um, you know, a lot of your work will be derived from sort of the landscape maintenance and all that. And you won't need to really branch out too much into other sort of jobs that most people don't really think about uh, you offering. For example, you know, like I say, gutter cleaning is not something I do too often anymore, but I used to do tons and tons of them, uh, early on in my, uh, lawn care career. Um, and I'm sort of going back to it and thinking about, you know, going to customers and, uh, doing gutter cleaning again because of the situation with the dry, uh, extremely dry summer and all that sort of stuff. So it's something that I can still do something that I can still, uh, pick up work with as needed. I just don't do it as much as I did in the beginning when, you know, I didn't have as many clients and all that stuff, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, uh, where we were, you know, doing them 
constantly. And I say when we were, because when I did gutter cleaning, this was one of the services that I always did with a partner. So I've mentioned to you guys before how I have a brother-in-law who also runs a lawn care company. Uh, and, uh, in fact, he runs another trailer, uh, under the same company name as me. Uh, but basically it's kind of like a franchise system where he, it's his own business. Uh, he just runs it under my company name. Um, and this gives us added exposure of having two different trailers out there, uh, where people in the neighborhood, the, the, um, suburb that we work in, they will see both of our trailers. And also when we do projects like this, where we need uh, help or need a hand, we can rely on each other to come out and, uh, uh, you know, give each other uh, a hand. This also works good uh, occasionally if, say, you need to go on a vacation or something like that, that may say you want to do a longer vacation uh, and, uh, you know, having uh, I know I've covered for him uh, during a summer, uh, I think it was last summer, um, where he went away and uh, there was some lawns that just, you know, they still needed cutting their water and fertilized and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I just, he just gave me the addresses of the houses uh, and I went there and did the lawn. And for the customer, you know, they they see the same trailer and same thing out there uh, on the same scheduled day and all that sort of stuff. So it's a very easy transition. Um, but anyways, so with that, it works good because when we do jobs together, then you have two trucks and trailers with the same uh, company names on them and all that sort of stuff. So it just looks like the exact same company. Uh, and uh, that worked very well. But like I said, anytime we had to do any sort of job that required getting on the roof, we would always have uh, two people there, um, ultimately for the safety factor of it. We tried cleaning gutters a whole bunch of different ways. Um, you know, their traditional way would be to just put a ladder up to the gutter. Um, you know, an extension ladder, you get up there with a bucket and maybe a, a paint scraper and, uh, you just start, uh, you know, digging stuff out of the gutter, either with your hands. And like I say, using a paint scraper to, uh, uh really get, uh, any sort of, uh, debris out of there. Um, a word on extension ladders, uh, to make sure you use the, if you're using extension ladder, obviously you want to have somebody down at the bottom, especially if you're going to like a two story uh, sort of height, you want to make sure you have those supports that are on the sides of the uh, ladder that sort of sit on the, the roof, uh, to uh, secure or just make it a little bit more stable up there as well. So, so that you just don't have, um, an extension ladder leaning up against, because in most cases it'll just be the gutter face and you don't want to have the ladder leaning up against the gutter for one. Um, you know, that's not very safe. The ladder, can slide uh, along the gutter edge. And also, um, there's a very good chance that you'll damage the gutter, uh, that it'll cave in and dent uh, from the ladder and even, you know, get scratched up at the, you know, sort of uh, least case scenario. Uh, you'll scratch up the, the paint on the faces of the gutter. 
um, you know, on a traditional sort of aluminum gutter. Uh, so you want to make sure that you have those, uh, I call them wings or arms that sort of clip into the sides of an extension ladder and they, you extend the ladder p- up past the roof and then those actually sit on the roof. And that's what is, uh, when you're climbing on the ladder, that is where your weight is supported on is that, uh, those wings on top of the roof so that there's, uh, the, the ladder isn't actually touching the gutter. Uh, the same would go with uh, doing Christmas lights and stuff like that. You'd want to uh, have those wings on the sides. Now, there's a whole bunch of different ways to clean a gutter. Like I say, going up a ladder, doing it by hand is sort of the traditional sense, having a bucket with you uh, and uh, doing it that way. There's attachments for your blowers uh, that I've seen where you can, uh, you know, take a handheld blower uh, and uh, it'll have a bunch of uh, gutter cleaning attachments, essentially a bunch of pipes with a curled uh, end on the side that you can fit up into the gutter from the ground and blow out uh, your gutter. Um, this, um, you know, I've never tried this system um, and I'm sure it would work all right. Um Except what I don't like about this is that for one, you can't see what you're doing. And for two, you're standing down below underneath it, uh, which, uh, you know, then you're going to have all of the junk that's in those gutters is falling on top of you. Um, so yeah, that's one system I've never used. Another, uh, system that we would use and try it out, uh, was we bought a, um, gutter cleaning kit for a large shop vac. And this was just a really long, basically a really long, um, vacuum hose so that you could have your large shop vac on the ground and then go up the ladder 20 feet with your big long hose and actually vacuum out, um, your gutters. Uh, so this system seemed to work uh, pretty good as well. You would get the occasional clogs and stuff, which was uh, a bit of a pain. Uh, you'd also have to go up and down the ladder quite often because when you're on the ladder, there's only so far that you can reach. Um, and then obviously you got to come back down, move the ladder, move the, the, uh, shop vac, go back up the ladder and do it that way. The most efficient way that we found, uh, working in pairs, uh, And, uh, you know, I'm not one for heights. I don't like heights. Um, but, uh, this is one that I would always do too, because it was just so much quicker, uh, is basically we would both go up on the roof and we would put safety harnesses on, uh, each other and we would have a lanyard or rope, uh, connected to our safety harnesses, uh, basically connecting, uh, us to each other. Um, so how we would did, do this was, uh, my brother-in-law is, uh, a lot, uh, lighter weight than me. Um, he is, uh, a pretty skinny guy where I am a pretty, uh, uh, beefy guy. If you've seen me. So what we would do is he would put his harness on, um, with the, uh, lanyard or the connection for the lanyard on his back, like you would traditionally see, uh, somebody wearing a safety harness. Uh, but I would wear it in reverse with the, um, 
harness connection on the front. Uh, and uh, so I would connect the rope to myself, to the front of me, and connect it to his back. And because he was lighter weight and he's a lot more comfortable on heights than I was, I was basically used as the anchor. So I would go and basically hunker down and sit down uh, and stay low on the opposite side of the roof uh, on the other side of the peak, um, just low enough, uh, or high enough that I could see over the peak and see where he was. Um, but, um, you know, low enough and keeping my center of gravity low so that if he fell, I wouldn't be dragged, uh, with him over the roof. Um, so basically what I did was I would, and I would have gloves on, and I would basically just keep just enough tension on the rope as he would walk the edge of the roof. So he would walk the edge of the roof. He'd have a backpack blower on and he would have basically the nozzle of the backpack blower, <clears throat> you know, right uh, basically in the gutter. He'd be blowing uh, all of the debris out of the gutter. And it would just be falling onto the lawn uh, below or falling onto the driveway below all of the debris. Uh, and this method was so quick. Uh, he, you know, basically just walking around the edge, blowing and everything just comes out, uh, you know, with a powerful backpack blower, it gets very clean. And I would just be monitoring where he was and always staying sort of the opposite to him. So if he moved, you know, to one side, I would, um, you know, sort of, uh, move to that same side as well, but just on the opposite side of the roof, uh, and keeping just enough tension so that the rope was wasn't getting caught up on anything, uh, any vents or things on the roof. I would just be monitoring that and making sure it was caught up, making sure he had an, just enough rope so that he was walking around the edge, um, but not, not any slack. So the um, thinking behind this was that if he were to fall, um, then you know, like I said, there wouldn't be enough slack for him to fall off the edge of the roof. He would basically fall on the roof. He might start sliding uh, maybe a few inches or so, but then the rope would stop him. And uh, with me being anchored with my uh, body mass, which was uh, probably uh, close to, you know, uh, double what he weighs, um, and being on the opposite side of the roof, hunkered down in a low, uh, keeping my center of gravity very low, because I'd be basically, uh, like I said, sitting or almost lying down um, in a sort of a crouched down position. Um, you know, I'd be basically the anchor, uh, to him. So we found that this system worked the best. It gave him the most, uh, secure feeling as well as like I say, he was able to very quickly, um, walk around the roof, uh, and, uh, do what he did best, which was blowing out the gutters. He didn't have to worry about managing the, uh, safety rope or anything like that, uh, because that was my job. So he could just quickly go through the roof, get it done and, you know, we'd be uh, over with it and back on the ground uh, before uh, uh, you uh, even knew it. 
And then it was just a matter of cleaning off uh, the debris that was on the ground, whether it was in the lawn and stuff. You could just use some rakes and rake up the debris. Uh, if it was on the driveway, some shovels, a broom, that sort of thing. Um, you know, it would leave a little bit of residue and stuff if it was muddy and things like that. But, you know, you would just take a garden hose and hose it all off and it was uh, done. And uh, like I say, this was the most efficient system that we found. And we tried everything. Like I say, we bought the kit for the, um, uh, shop vac. We did that for a while. We did it by hand for a while. Um, I even have one of those extension, um, 18 foot extension poles for my pressure washer for washing houses and stuff. Uh, and I bought the gutter cleaning attachment for that, which is basically just a, a looped, uh, or hooked, uh, attachment, uh, that your, um, pressure washer nozzle goes on to. Uh, but like I say, the the problem with these sort of systems was, yes, it was safer, you're on the ground, but you're getting soaked for one because you're directly above you trying to clean out these gutters. Uh, number two, you can't see what you're doing. So you don't actually know if you're cleaning the gutter, if you're just moving uh, the junk around and it's getting stuck somewhere else or just going down, you know, because you couldn't see it. Um, it made it a lot more uh, difficult to do. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a a bunch of uh, uh, technolo- technological ways now that you could uh, check your work after. You could use a drone or something. Um, but, you know, you think about <clears throat> the involvement of that, and it's just too much effort. It was so easy just to put the ladder up, get the two of us up there, and within a few minutes, uh, just walk in the perimeter. <clears throat> Those gutters would be completely blown out and clean. And then it was the majority of our time was just spent on the ground, uh, cleaning up any debris that was, uh, uh, you know, on the driveways and, um, uh, lawn surfaces. Now, the thing I liked about this system as well was not only was it the most efficient, uh, and thorough, but you were up there and you could see that the gutters were clean. So you knew the job that you were doing and you knew that that customer is not going to call you you know, in two weeks time when it's raining heavy and the gutters are overflowing again, uh, because you know, you cleaned out absolutely everything. Uh, and, uh, like I say, it does make a little bit of a mess. I know people will argue that, that it, it's too messy and stuff like that, but for the time savings and for the safety factor, um, because you're on the roof a lot less time, uh, than you would be say on ladders, going around, uh, where a lot more, uh, things can happen. Um, you know, and depending on the roof, you have to be very careful, obviously on, uh, uh, certain roofs. There were roofs that we wouldn't go on, uh, and there were, they were mainly, uh, cedar shake roofs, uh, that, uh, were quite popular here for a while. Uh, or certain tile roofs, um, can be quite slippery, but the cedar shake ones by far are the worst because, you know, you get an algae, uh, or some moss that grows on the roof and it can become very slippery, especially, uh, in the fall when it's usually pretty damp and stuff. Um, so if it has a cedar shake roof and things like that, we don't go on them. We don't do roofs like that. Um, so there is still, uh, a bit of mitigating, um, and having to do uh, gutter cleaning in different ways. Uh, 
um, without our preferred system, but on an asphalt shingle roof, um, where you have, uh, you know, the sand, uh, asphalt, sand covered asphalt shingles where it's sort of the, uh, basically like sandpaper up there. Uh, it's super grippy. Um, even on a wet day, if you've got uh, some nice soft, uh, rubber shoes, some nice tennis shoes or something, um, doesn't work so great with work boots. Um, depending on the soles on them, but with, uh, you know, depending on the, it basically comes down to the soles. If, if the rubber compound in the soles of your boots are soft, uh, it grips those asphalt shingles like nobody's business. It's so nice to be, uh, walking up on a roof, uh, with that, you just, there's just so much grip. Um, but on a boot, a certain boot, like I know I had a pair of work boots once which where the compound of the soles was harder, uh, rubber, almost a plasticky type thing. And, uh, it was very slippery up there. I remember going up on a, on my own roof once with my work boots. And as soon as I got on the roof, I was like, Oh, I got to get back down. Uh, these boots are way too slippery, way too dangerous. Uh, and then changing into some, uh, uh you know, a regular, running shoes or something like that. Uh, and those, uh, gripped a lot better. So knowing those systems, I know there's boots or spikes or things you can get for, uh, certain boots for walking on cedar shakes and things like that. We just don't bother because obviously too, cedar shakes are a lot more fragile. They can crack and stuff like that. Uh, with them, they, they tend to curl over time, uh, in the sun's heat, uh, which makes them even more brittle and fragile if you're walking on them. Uh, so we try to stay off that sort of stuff. We don't walk on cedar shake roofs and we'll, we'll, uh, you know, do the, gutter cleaning in a different way, whether it's by hand or the vacuuming, uh, that sort of way. Uh, but then, you know, now the price is then adjusted accordingly because it takes a lot longer to do the gutters, uh, by hand like that. You're spending so much more time. So those are, you know, some things that I would, uh, look out for. We, as far as pricing goes, <clears throat> you know, your area, um, will dictate what you're uh, going to be charging as well as what your, um, hourly charge is. You know, only every business is different. I've talked about this before too, uh, what your uh, expenses are, what it costs for your particular business to run in your city. Uh, what your insurance costs are and stuff like that. You need to know your numbers so you can know what to charge uh, effectively. Um, and depending on, uh, you know, how you want to run uh, or service the uh, gutter cleaning portion of it, whether you want to just do it for just your good regular clients or whether you want to open it up and do it to, for, you know, anyone who needs it done. We, uh, would charge differently versus if it was a single story home, uh, versus a second story home. Uh, so if a, a, a house has uh, two levels and the gutters were on the top level, um, you know, we would charge differently for that versus, uh, uh, just a single story, uh, house where the gutter line may be, uh, you know, 10 feet off the ground. The other thing to strongly consider is your insurance, your liability insurance. Uh, when doing something like gutter cleaning, you want to make sure that you're covered in the case of an accident. Um, now think about this. When you go and get your insurance for your business, in most cases, at least my experience has been, is that the insurance company asks you what type of business you're 
uh, running uh, because the insurance rates differ uh, depending on the type of business. So if you say you're a lawn care or landscaping company and they quote you for your insurance and you buy your insurance, but then you start doing things like gutter cleaning or snow removal, which have more liability attached to them, more chances of uh, either you getting hurt or somebody getting hurt uh, in the case of snow removal, uh, depending on whether you do a good job or not uh, with the snow removal um, and, uh, you know, and frozen conditions and things like that and gutter cleaning, more chance of you getting hurt, falling off ladders and things like that. If the insurance company uh, doesn't know that, uh, then they may not cover you in the case of an accident. So you're getting insurance as a lawn care company. So they're expecting that you're on the ground all the time mowing lawns. And now you go up a ladder or you're on a roof and you fall off and you hurt yourself and you can't work. Well, they may deny any of your claims because, uh, you didn't tell them that beforehand. So you weren't sufficiently covered for that type of insurance. So make sure that your liability, read the fine print, make sure that your insurance will cover you for things like snow removal, for things like uh, gutter cleaning, and uh, even uh, certain types of tree trimming and pruning, uh, depending on the height. Uh, Those are all things to watch out for in your liability insurance to make sure that you are sufficiently covered uh, if you're going to be uh, doing these types of things that aren't, um, you know, widely associated with your typical lawn care or landscaping business. Uh, so hopefully those tips on gutter cleaning, uh, will help you guys out if you are thinking about doing gutter cleaning or adding that service to your repertoire or list of services that your company offers. Uh, it can be uh, quite profitable, uh, but make sure that safety is paramount, uh, that you're taking uh, every precaution necessary uh, so that you can, uh, you know, live to enjoy uh, those profits that you are earning. Uh, So uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you guys can uh, uh, take some tips from that and uh, apply it to your own business. Uh, So I think that's it for this week. Uh, Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.